I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The 25th captain in franchise history. From Oakville, Ontario, number 91, John Tavares. It's your Yahoo Sports Canada daily podcast for Thursday, October 3rd. But first, sports. No more guessing, no more mystery. John Tavares is the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And they got the season started off on the right foot last night with a 5-3 win over the Ottawa Senators. It was... A very leafy hockey game. The Maple Leafs managed to keep the surprise about the captaincy really all the way up until the end of player introductions. There was, you know, leaks and reports, but it was official when he stepped under the ice with the C, and then it was time to drop the puck on the season, and 25 seconds later, one nothing Ottawa. It's just, that's the way things go. When you're a fan of the Maple Leafs, you are probably very, very used to that exact thing. Things turned around, though. The rest of the way... The Leafs are just, they're too talented to not score against a weaker team like this. So when everything settled, it was Mr. Opening Night, Austin Matthews. He scored twice to lead the way and start the season for the Maple Leafs with a win. Mostly positives for the new guys in the Maple Leafs lineup as well. Lee Mikheyev scored his first NHL goal and did so thanks to an awesome spin move and pass from new defenseman Tyson Berry. Just exactly the type of play we had been told to expect from Berry, and it was not a letdown at all to see him pull off an awesome move and a gorgeous pass that essentially sealed the game. Now, prior to the game, online, there was a, I would say, fairly sizable backlash. Of course, it was online. It's always online. But the backlash was about Jason Spezza being a healthy scratch. And yes, I you know hockey season is officially 100% back when the first big controversy of the year is which Maple Leafs fourth liner gets scratched. And maybe I'm cold-hearted, but I can't bring myself to care about Jason Spezza getting scratched. People were really mad about this, but to me, I see a 36-year-old who is a step slow and isn't going to play in every game anyway, and I'm not going along with the whole, oh, he's against his old team thing, because he has not played for the Senators in literally five years. And I don't know that that the hometown thing means all that much to him. Maybe it's Babcock sending a message as some people are sort of reading into that being. We will find out, but no spets in game one. And that all faded away as the game started, as it always does. Uh, Frederick Goche on the fourth line scored the team's first goal of the year. Trevor Moore scored one as well, and it appears Spezza will be in the lineup against the Blue Jackets on Friday. So your Jason Spezza watch continues as we go forward. But enough about scratches and who didn't play. It's all about who did play and play well. Matthews, as mentioned, off on the right foot, Marner, Nylander, and Barry all had gorgeous assists. And the Maple Leafs controlled basically the final two periods of this game 
Our very own Justin Cuthbert was at the Scotiabank Arena for all the festivities on opening night, and he joins me now. Cuth, for starters, what did you think of the choice not only to name Tavares, but to do it in the way they did with the reveal right before puck drop? Yeah, I've been pretty critical of the decision because, I mean, it was such a distraction today. Like, it was ridiculous. Every news, every local news outlet, every everyone who could possibly get a credential just jamming that room up and asking everybody questions they've already been asked, questions they're tired of answering. Uh, and I just thought, like, why would you why would you have that sort of dominate the discourse today? But why have that distraction on a day that's so important? Um, you know, doing in front of the fans, like we all knew that was going to be the thing that was, you know, they pretty much said it. Uh, and it was fine. It was nice. Nice ovation for the guys involved. But what was really good about what they did was how they told John Tavares that he was going to be That's captain. beautiful. I mean, yeah. it was awesome. So as, mu- as much grumbling as as there was, uh, the most important thing was that moment with, with Tavares and his family and the Leafs. Uh, I do have one complaint, though. I wish they handed him the baby mm. to yeah. show him rather, totally. than, rather than saying, you know, you're the, you're the 25th captain. Like, see the, see the letter on his son, Jace, would have, been, would have been really cool. It was cool regardless. Um, so, you know what? It was fine. It was a bit of a distraction. We might have saw that a little bit in the first 10 minutes, which was a complete gong show even though they dominated most of it with three power plays. But it was all in all, it was fine, and I'm glad we're over it. Speaking of discourse being a bit of a distraction, uh, imagine my surprise to wake up and find that Jason Spezza's healthy scratch was was the most important story of the morning. What's been going on there? That's been like a a whole preseason long. Babs and him don't seem to be on the same page. He's basically been campaigning against Jason Spezza the whole time, and I think it really points to the ongoing you know, divide, I guess, between him and Kyle Dubas. And I think this is like the main sticking point because clearly Kyle Dubas wanted him there. And it seems that Babcock doesn't really have a use for him. And we showed that we, we uh, saw that today. He did comment on it. Dubas did uh, when he did talk about Tavares uh, briefly between intermissions. Uh, And he didn't really want to go there. Um, But it seems like this is going to be something that just continues to pop up. And it's so needless because Everything about Jason Spezza displays or demonstrates that he can help in a limited role and wants to accept that limited role. So why they would sort of embarrass him like this, another distraction today. It was ridiculous that they that they did this compared to the captaincy yes. debate or, yeah. or how long we had to wait for that. And that was ridiculous. So it was just so many distractions today. And that one, certainly they could have avoided. So ridiculous stuff is behind us. Yes. Actual on ice positives. Uh, what did you really like tonight? I, I personally, I thought Tyson Berry sort of justified his entire existence in one play to everybody. Yeah. What else? What else did you see that that sort of sucks out as a positive? I love the Scott Sabrin storyline. I love that Austin <laughs> <Yeah>. Matthews <laughs> scored two goals immediately after Scott Sabrin's <laughs> the greatest moment of his lifetime, uh, which was amazing. Uh, I'm I'm with you on Tyson Berry though. Uh, I think. A lot of people were saying that Jake Jake Gardner, this wasn't really much of an upgrade on Jake Gardner. He did things tonight that Jake Gardner couldn't do. People were calling it a lateral move. This was, and this, it was just yeah. better just better optimized, right? He's on the right side. There's no way. These two players are completely different. Now, Jake Gardner, I think uh, last year we didn't see the best Jake Gardner from injury. And when he came back, uh, he was clearly affected by that. But Barry is such a different player in that he is always willing to attack and wanting to attack. Those nice little toe drags that send guys ankle first in the boards are nice. But him going down the half wall, getting below the hash marks directly, 
um, creating two goals for the Maple Leafs. I mean, this is what we're going to see all season long, and he's a really lethal shooter as well. We didn't see uh, him on or that side of his game necessarily today, uh, but he's a guy who can finish as well. So he's uh, if he can if Muzzin can be that stabilizing force for him for him, he's going to be such a value add for the Maple Leafs. Uh, is it maybe a little tough to, to take away too much from from beating the Senators? Not not that the Senators, I mean, they're an NHL team and they have players, but it seemed like once once they got past that opening thing, they just sort of rolled them for. Yeah, that was that was definitely a beatdown. Uh, I was a little disappointed with the Senators tonight, for to a certain extent. I mean, I I know the Senators are going to be bad. They are bad. Uh, they're going to be bad on most nights. But when we did see them in the preseason, they were like organized, all their effort being channeled in the right direction, and I thought they were going to be annoying at least. Mm. And certainly tonight, when they were going to be all charged up for this game, it looked like it was going to be that way at the start. Uh, but that second period, the shot attempts the the possession numbers were just out of control even though they briefly took the lead within that uh before ron hainsey got his gold <laughs> i mean that's probably the first time ron hainsey's beat frederick anderson clean in two years of practice <laughs> and it was it came in a game and it was and it got called back which is hilarious but uh that yeah that looked like the worst team in the league uh tonight even though they gave toronto fits for a little bit i'm glad you brought up ron hainsey beating frederick anderson clean uh in terms of negatives, I mean, it, they, it, was, it was fairly one-sided. I thought there was some moments. What did you think of how Anderson played in general? Tonight? Yeah, he was okay. He actually made some big saves early. It could have been 2 nothing before uh, they could really settle in, uh, but he made a couple nice saves. Uh, I mean, he gave up one goal in the preseason. Probably shouldn't be expected to continue to be pretty much perfect throughout. Uh, it's nice though, when you don't, when you're not at your best, you don't play particularly well that you win a comfortable game. And I think after a few uncomfortable moments early settled in and, uh, you know, better performance next time and, and they're off and running. Okay. The big story of post game will end with this because it tore the newsroom apart momentarily. Ilya Mikhaev talked about soup. Yes, we need this guy to learn English really quickly because it seems like he's going to be a, a joy to talk to. Uh, I wasn't in that scrum. Obviously, right when I saw the soup stuff, I was very, very yeah. excited. Are you a soup person? I am a soup person, but it, it is definitely seasonal. I cannot do soup in the summer. I mean, I mean, just I don't thermoregulate well, so that would not work in the summer. Uh, but certain soups, winter, you can't do be much better than that. And just a few more things to send you on your way this fine Thursday morning. The Maple Leafs and Sens started things off, as I said, but they weren't the only teams in action on the ice last night. The two most recent defending Stanley Cup champions went head-to-head -head in the Blues and Capitals. St. Louis brought the Stanley Cup out for one last lap, one more repeat of the Gloria before the banner went up. Uh, the Caps ended up winning that one in overtime. A pair of Western Conference rivals got into it in the late games. The Canucks and Oilers duked it out in Edmonton, and Eric Carlson did not play, but the San Jose Sharks and Vegas Golden Knights closed out the season's opening night with that classic 10.30 Eastern start time special. Vegas, so good at being so extra at their game and their opening ceremony. So good. They dropped the puck from space, which is like, it's wild. Speaking of wild, the American League wildcard game in Major League Baseball was decided by the long ball. The Tampa Bay Rays beat the Oakland Athletics 5-1 in the one-game winner-take-all American League wildcard showdown. The Rays scored all their runs on four home runs, pummeling their way 
to a series against the Houston Astros. That will get underway on Friday. And that means, perhaps most importantly, more important than the Astros series, is that there will be playoff baseball games being played at Tropicana Field. Yes! A truly awful location for an important baseball game. I love it. And I, listen, I'm not a big like talk about the attendance and what it means guy. There's few things I care about less than that in sports, but the Rays drew like 8,000 people for crucial games down the stretch in November, and they were in like a wild card chase, and there were these really important games, and no one was there. So it'll be a little interesting at least to see how many people come out for literally playoff games where they're <laughs> just a few wins away from making the World Series. Can they fill that building under any circumstances? And if not... If they play well and nobody comes, I mean, the Montreal race right around the corner. There are eight, count them, eight games tonight in the NHL schedule. Things really getting into full swing, getting the season going. Things are things are getting going. The National League Divisional Series starts off tonight as well. The Cardinals and Braves are at 5 p.m. Eastern time, while the Nationals and Dodgers have game one of their series at 8.30. So, Lots to enjoy as we are there. We are at the October primetime sports schedule. It's finally here. And what else is finally here is the end of this morning's show. That means it is time for you to get up, go out, go forward, and enjoy your Thursday. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.